1: This is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and
0: start getting lucky
2: play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary Void voidware prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the Raiders is a team that we don't care for
1: <laughs> Something, something, Bronco. With Lord Latimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com.
2: <laughs> in
1: This is Something, Something, Broncos. I am Jess Place. Joining me today... As always, Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch, we are uh, contributors to milehighreport.com, your one-stop shop for all things Denver Broncos awesome. Uh, Today, we are brought to you by Ashley Lillie, the only former Raider not to make the Broncos top 100.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like Ashley Lillie. It was fast.
1: I know. He was really... He was, we all had such high hopes for him. like He could catch the ball, like diving, sailing into the end zone. And then he became a Raider, and then he couldn't catch anything. And then he became a Falcon, and he also couldn't catch anything. And then he became whatever he does now. Should have stayed a Bronco, bud. Sorry, dude.
0: What could have been.
1: Yep, yep. Well, and uh, when he was released, I guess he was traded, right? He, was tr- he first went to... Atlanta? Or was he released and went to the Raiders? Do we remember? Do we know?
0: Falcons um, acquired disgruntled wide receiver Lalee from Broncos, 2006. So, okay, yeah, we three, traded. Three-team trade.
1: When, uh, when old Ashley was sent packing to the Atlanta Falcons, uh, there were receivers behind him that had been waiting for their shot. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. No! Not the departure of Ashley Lily. We're talking about position battles uh, for the 2019 Denver Broncos. Um, we're going to look at
0: tight ends. We're going to look at uh, inside linebackers. Tim, what else are we looking at? You can't, you can't do this show without talking about fullbacks. So Fullbacks! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, Jano! woo, mm. <laughs> Jano!
2: The Jano Beast. Andy Janovich, <laughs> can I do any more
1: of those? <laughs> <laughs> so where do we start, Tim? Why don't you lead us off?
0: Uh, let's start with tight ends because we the first round draft pick uh, was big tight end pick. So um, the tight ends on the roster, obviously Noah Fant drafted first round, twentieth overall in two thousand nineteen, would be Jeff Heierman. I think he was a, a draft pick in two thousand fifteen. Then we got Troy Fumagalli, who was also a draft pick, (laughs) uh, and Jake Butt, who was also a draft pick. And then behind them would be Austin Ford and Bug Howard. So the big question there is who's going to emerge and solidify their spot as the starter.
2: Jeff Hyrman has been injured every single year. So as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be on the field and he's... Going to be the starter, in my opinion, and he had a, he actually had a great year last year up until the point when he got hurt. So if he can stay on the field, he's going to be a reliable pass catcher and blocker for us.
1: And our friend uh, Troy Puma Googly.
2: Puma Googly.
1: <laughs> he got injured in training camp last year, right? He didn't. He didn't see uh, the regular season either. So yeah. Well, I
0: think I think Noah Fant's going to be the starter day one i just don't see a first round pick not beating out this crop of tight ends that the broncos have all the other guys are right your injuries are a concern like jeff hireman he spent his first season i believe on injured reserve and then he started two games in 2016 six games in 2017 and 10 games last year so he's slowly climbing up that ladder of, of starts so if, if he's healthy and and staying strong, he's, he's gonna be a solid guy in that mix. And I wouldn't count out Jake Budd. He's had multiple knee injuries. The last ACL, the doctor went in and found an issue that wasn't corrected from the previous ACL, which is why his ACL was weak and why it popped again. The surgery from all reports was quite successful and you know they, they corrected that issue. So hopefully that means he's gonna come back finally Fully healthy for the first time since he tore his ACL in in his senior season, he's working hard. By all accounts, he's he knows he's starting at the bottom, and he said said as much. And he's going to work his tail off and and try to compete for that some spot there. And really, out of all of them, I've Jake Butt seems to have the most talent per se behind Noah Fant. Um, I'm not quite sure where Troy Fumagalli will end up, but it, he'll probably be in the fourth spot somewhere and then i did a profile on austin fort the rookie tight end out of wyoming he didn't actually play much in college so i think the broncos took him based on measurables and they're looking to stash him on on the practice squad and and try to develop him over time like a julius thomas type as for bug howard i don't really know much about him i like that his name is bug
2: here's the thing i hope bug howard and jake Butt both are still on the squad because how cool it would it be to say Bug and booty. Booty
0: and bug. Buggy booty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do that 10 times fast, yeah. (laughs) I just want to say how refreshing it is that we don't have to talk about Virgil Green and how this is going to be his breakout year uh,
0: with reception. We can finally put that dead horse to bed. Yeah, and Fant's 21 years old, so he's one of the youngest guys on the roster, too. So that's, if he turns out to be a superstar, we're talking... He's not going to hit an age wall until 30 or so. He's going to be a pretty dominant tight end if, he, if he's as good as advertised. So I'm pretty excited about that pick. We didn't draft a 30-year-old uh, right tackle, so that was good. <laughs> 30-year-olds.
2: <laughs> Let me just say, I met Noah Fant at the draft. That guy is gigantic and awesome. So awesome. I, I have high hopes. He really looks like you know, the real deal. Maybe, maybe not quite Shannon Sharp, strong and big, but strong and big.
0: Hi, uh, he does look gigantic.
2: The other thing is we have Joe Flacco now and Joe Flacco loves his tight ends. So I can expect that we're going to see both Noah Fant and Jeff Hireman out there and very likely, you know, Jake Butt or Maybe we'll see bug and booty out there. Who knows?
1: Can we do a, a quick check in on on uh, Joe Flacco? Like hearing Lori mention it and kind of being like, "And when we have Joe Flacco." Like there was some excitement behind her voice there. And and I remember when he was when we uh, traded for him, um, we weren't as enthusiastic about uh, old Joe. I'm actually starting to be like, "Okay, we got Joe Flacco. We actually have a quarterback that can that isn't Trevor Simeon or he's a he's can- can- yeah."
0: yeah. Von Miller is probably just like, you're my best friend.
1: (laughs) How you doing, Joe? Yeah, everyone seems to be on, like, Tim, how do you feel?
0: I was on board from day one. Oh, sure. sure. I was.
1: You know, from
2: all accounts, not just from Von Miller, who says good things about everybody, these players are really liking Joe Flacco's leadership. They really like how he operates. Kind of walks around like, you know, I've been there before, and he has been there before. I think he's going to be great for the team this year.
1: So, Joe Flacco, thumbs up. We're excited to see what he can do. Um, I know this is kind of diverting from um, uh, the position battles uh, that we had set up, but um, I am excited to see uh, Drew Locke in the preseason. I think we're going to see a lot of him, and it's going to be awesome. Um, And so it's going to be a lot of fun. Preseason is going to be a lot of fun, which is good because we
0: have five preseason games. Hey, I'm happy. More The sooner football season starts again, the happier I'm going to be. For those of you with small children at home,
1: uh, five, uh, that's a whole hand. <laughs> Tim, would you like to dive us into uh, the next position group that we're
0: going to look at? We're going to do inside linebackers on defense. Um, so you got Todd Davis, who's the starter. Uh, just to preface this list, uh, inside linebacker was a position that most fans... Had really hoped the Broncos would identify uh, in the early rounds of the NFL draft. So, you know, with tight end and inside linebacker both being positions of need, getting that tight end in the first round, you're obviously going to not get the inside linebacker. So, you know, that's the trade off that they went for. I think it'll pay off. Uh, Todd Davis seems like he's going to be the perfect kind of fit for that inside position in the Vic Fangio defense. Uh, We'll have to see, obviously, in training camp, but. I think of the defense will mask a lot of his limitations
2: so the thing about todd davis is joe Rawls from our staff this week did a roster review, and he pointed out that the perception and the reality of todd davis is really far apart people think he's not athletic in his film study basically came to the conclusion that that is completely wrong todd davis is quite good his His 40 speed, straight speed, is not as fast as a lot of people. But he's great at the point of attack. He's got really good pursuit of a player. And he's a really good outside zone defender. So that and his ability to kind of change direction are going to be super useful in the Vic Fangio
0: I like Todd Davis at the top of that depth chart for him it's going to be open open season I think uh, a lot a lot of fans love Josie Jewell kind of like some of the things I saw last year but I just didn't think he was seeing the field very well I don't know if that's just because he's a rookie or, or just like a terrible defensive scheme
2: a great testament too for Josie Jewell Elijah Wilkinson who was on sports radio this week he He's so on the offensive line, of course. And they asked him who's a defensive player that's maybe stood out so far that seems to be you know kind of ahead of the curve. And Josie Jewell was his definitive choice. Him and Todd Davis, I'm going to go on the line here and say they are going to be our two biggest improvement players in the defense. And that's obviously a place where we need improvement. So I think we're going to finally have some confidence at that position this year.
0: Well, that's exciting because they need that second guy. <laughs> Behind those two, you'll have a pretty big scrum. Uh, Keyshawn Beer, uh, Beria, uh, he's a second-year guy. Uh, Joe Deneen rookie out of Kansas. Uh, Joe Jones, who's like kind of become a special team star on, on the Broncos. Josh Watson, a rookie out of Colorado State, local. A couple of guys that are kind of not inside linebackers per se, but they might jump around a little bit. you got Justin Hollins, who... Played mostly edge in college, uh, but in minicamp he he swung inside a lot too. So there's uh, some uncertainty there where he might fit in. Uh, and then AJ Johnson, big big group uh, competing for the inside linebacker position. Like you you were saying, Laurie, Todd Davis, you know Josie Jewell, both probably the penciled in starters. But there's a lot. Of, of movement that can happen behind uh, those two guys. So yeah Josie Jewell, uh Todd Davis and Joe Jones would, would be my locks to make the team uh, but behind them I don't I really don't know who will make the team. I agree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, you know I, I know that um, I know great radio, great podcasts uh, are, are better when uh, someone takes an adversarial stance uh, and, and says no, you are wrong. I, and this is why you were wrong, but I don't have that in me. I, I, I agree with everything y'all are saying. It's, yeah. Great. Great. Todd Davis? Yes. Good. Josie Jewell? Fine. Joe Jones? Johnson? Joe Jones? Sure. Special team standout? I will be looking for you and your last name uh, on special teams this year.
0: <laughs> uh, well, all
1: right. Fullbacks. How do we feel about... Uh, fullback if we can if we can protect at the line then we don't need our fullback to be a blocker and we can use him in different ways but if it's constantly you know dogpiled joe flacco i think the, the, the fullback position will will again uh uh disappear um but uh, i think this is the year for the wild horses formation i think this might be the finally the year that we get that wildcat going with our fullback.
2: <laughs> Kill me.
0: <laughs> but is he going to beat out George Aston?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Really? He looks like Rocky though. How are you going to beat Rocky? Everybody counts Rocky out, but he always comes out on top.
2: I think as far as George Aston's concerned, he looks pretty good. And hopefully Camp proves that too. And I think it's very likely he's on the team too. They're not going to probably put him on the 53, but they'll keep him on the practice squad because if the fullback is going to be as important to this offense as we think it is, given that Rich Scandrello is um, coming from the 49ers and the 49ers really used their fullback, Kyle Jessick, last year. So given that we think that's going to be a similar plan for Scandrello with the Broncos, that's a position you want to make sure you have a backup for. So they're not bringing George Aston in to replace Janovich this year. They're bringing him in to be a backup in case they need him. I think Janovich has proved himself over and over as both a player and a leader. So they're going to do everything they can to to, uh, just exploit that and have somebody waiting in the wings if necessary.
1: Well, the other thing he has going for him, Broncos fans love the like Midwest farm guys. So like Josie Jewell, we were talking about him earlier. Like, you know, he drives a pickup truck and you know, he's a farm guy and you see him like throwing bales of hay. And Andy Janovich, also that kind of guy, Nebraska drives a truck. He's got, he's, he like fits that mold. So I think, you know, I I think he's got it.
0: I think you're right about that. There were two guys in the draft that were, like professional horsemen riding horses and stuff first round picks and i wanted both of them to get drafted i wanted elway to trade every pick he had and get both first round picks (laughs) (laughs) you're wearing cowboy boots right now aren't you tim huh what you're wearing
1: cowboy boots right now aren't you tim well
0: i mean no (laughs) first (laughs) chaps (laughs) i'm just saying i don't know why i was like when i saw players riding horses around and being all cool. I I was like, can I, can we please draft them? I I don't know what possessed me to base all of my desire off of, you know, three second video.
1: Tim saw saw them and his heart went all achy breaky. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't
1: no more come on old town road you guys don't know that
0: <laughs> i don't even know what i
1: guys. wish that you guys could see the video of Lori singing this because there's like a little like like dance in her seat she's doing and it is it is something i yeah,
2: i'm gonna take-
1: Well, is there, is there anything else we want to say about position battles?
0: Just as a, a note here, we know there's there's other position battles we could have discussed. The defensive backfield, the offensive line, those are two big groups that are going to be changing around a lot. But I think we can address those at a, at a, in a show maybe next week. I just didn't want the first comment on, on our post to be like, where's the freaking offensive line, doofus? Or you know? running back. Like I, w- I would <laughs> love to just talk shit about uh, Booker all day. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I like Devonte Booker, because he's not Ronnie Hillman oh Ronnie everyone was still holding out hope for Ronnie he's like
1: oh he's going to turn the corner It's going to be amazing no. alright mystery question time are you ready
2: wait Jess am I going to have to go on google for this question alright hold on
1: uh, <laughs> oh good
0: idea well yeah
1: see if you can find it because I, I actually had to dig for this because uh, it's, it's old as they usually are as I alluded to in the open of the show, the Broncos' top 100 was released, and and I, I jokingly said, "Oh, Ashley Lalee, because he played for the Raiders, uh, was you know former Raider, not on our list." One name stood out to me when I read it, and that was Willie Brown, and Willie Brown was drafted by the Broncos and um, was uh, uh, showed promise. So, uh, as typical with the 1960s denver broncos they're like you gotta get out of here like we are not that good we're gonna trade you so uh (laughs) willie brown was traded in division to the oakland raiders by the way hall of famer like mr raider goes around wearing a big doofy cowboy hat with the raider logo on it he's like happily mr raider wherever Uh, he goes
0: broncos top 100
1: yeah and so he somehow made our Broncos top 100. Like I, I don't understand. I think, I think we, were, we were played by some uh, Raider blogs. I think they were trying to vote him up because we were silly enough to put him on as a candidate. Anyway, um, we traded him in division to the Oakland
0: Raiders. What did we get for him? And what was the trade? Well, I got some information for you. The yeah. Willie Brown trade is rated as the best Oakland Raiders trade in their team history which means they fleeced the shit out of the Broncos. So there's one factoid for you.
1: Don't, don't say what it is, Tim. Hall of Fame player, what would you expect to get for a Hall of Famer like Willie Brown? Two first-round picks, minimum. Lori, what would you do?
2: Um, I'd say a high draft pick plus a good player.
1: Well, it's interesting you say other player because, I'll, I'll just read it because uh, this is this is incredible to me that that on our Broncos top 100, Mr. Raider, we gave him to the Raiders. Uh, here I, I'm looking at the Western Union telegram uh, from Lou Saban. It doesn't say who it's to, but it it, it is an official telegram because it, there's like X's and weird pencil lines in it, and so I, I don't you know what a what a time to be alive when telegrams were a thing. Um, <clears throat> it says, uh, this confirms the trade between Oakland and Denver, sending Willie Brown and Mickey Slaughter to Oakland in exchange for Rex Mirich and third round draft choice. Uh, pulled public announcement until Monday, January 23rd. So we gave up Hall of Famer Mr. Raider for, let's just go ahead and look up Rex Mir- Mirich. He played for the Broncos until 1969. Well, that's good. That was uh, two years. Yeah, because uh, the trade happened in 1967. <laughs> and uh, all right, here's a little subsequent uh, trivia. Uh, Mickey Slaughter was a quarterback. What number did he wear? I'm gonna guess 15. Number seven, seven and 14. So he was one of the f- one of the three. That wore Elway's number. <laughs> yes. Just so you know, I'm looking at, at Mickey us here. Uh, um, he did not play after the
0: Broncos traded him off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the Raiders. Little Rex Mirich sidebar. He was a 20th round pick in
1: 1963. <laughs> like he, that sounds like a trade where Willie Brown, like pissed off Lou aben and he was like you're out of here kid ha ha you're gonna go play for the raiders like you're never gonna amount to anything hall of famer mr raider (laughs) well we showed him didn't we we put
2: him in the top 100 so there raiders is he in your top 100 probably but he's in ours too so we got you
0: what a (laughs) farce that that makes me want to rant so bad yeah yeah i don't know that's Willie Brown. I mean, Lyle
1: Alzado, that kind of goes along the lines of, of the player profile. He played
0: most of his, yeah. most of his career in Denver. We drafted World. him.
1: Like, absolutely. Lyle Alzado, yes. Uh, Willie Brown, are you kidding? And Ashley Lee, are you kidding? no. <laughs> like, are there any other uh, a team's Hall of Famers we want to claim? Like, Tony Dorsett, maybe? Like, we could do Tony Dorsett. Like, why didn't he on the
0: list? I know. Why not? Neil Smith, hello. He has a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. Yeah, he's on the list. I checked. He's in the top 100? Yeah. yeah Neil Smith? Uh-huh. He played one year with the Broncos. Hey, hey.
2: Come on, Neil Smith won a Super Bowl with us. And and he helped me get my football signed by Shannon Sharp. So, good. he totally deserves to be in the Broncos 100 as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, and he beat the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ha ha! Ah, Kansas City, woo!
0: Oh, no, he played three seasons for the Broncos. I guess that's, you know, okay.
1: Yeah, you've been listening to uh, Something Something Broncos with Tim Lynch, Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and I am Ian St. Clair. Signing off today, uh, you can read all of our good stuff on mileireport.com. Uh, give us a like, give us a listen, leave a comment on uh, wherever you are listening to us from Spotify, I, uh, whatever Apple is now that they've retired iTunes, Apple Podcasts, that's what it is, and uh, St- Stitcher. Um, what else are we on, Tim? Do you know? Yeah, you cover them. Got them? Okay. Google Play. If you are listening to us on Google Play, Leave us a comment. Okay, a good one. A, a nice comment. Something five hard, maybe? For Tim. He needs that in his day. He's, getting, he's moving. He needs a little, a little light in his life. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Something Something Broncos. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori lennon Jess Place, and Tim Lynn. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both, uh, both fouls were on the kicking team. Oh, my, can you hear that? My cats are fighting under, the, under my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Mickey Slaughter was traded in division, or, or not Mickey Slaughter, god damn it.
0: Good show. I felt like we, we actually nailed it. We moved along in a good clip. Yeah. yeah. We moved the needle.
2: Road, I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. Come on, sing it with me. Oh. I got the horses in the back. Horse tech is attached. All right. All right. All right. I'm done. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town
0: road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more.
1: I got the horses in the back. Horse tack is attached. Head is matted black. Got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in a valley, you ain't been up off that Porsche,
0: now. Nah. Can't nobody tell me nothing. <laughs> this so ridiculous.